Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing week. I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, Today I'm talking about what does the end of my 2019 uh, need to look like? What should it look like? And how do I make the most? You know, we have about 50 something days left of this year. And I believe that um, that's enough time to do something to set yourself up for an even better year next year. But I believe that even in that short time, uh, you could have a more fruitful two months if you decide to. You could have a more fruitful uh, last two months of this year than the whole 10 <laughs> beforehand combined. You know, I believe that if you decide to, you will have an amazing end to your 2019. You know, um, I there's about 50 days left. I have about that same amount of time before I give birth uh, to a little boy. And uh, which is very, very exciting for us. But, you know, um, I have to be prepared in a lot of ways. It's it's the same for anything in life. You know, before something comes, there's a time of preparation. And I believe that God wants to prepare you for what is to come in this next year. But don't just look at these next two months like, it's just throwaway months. It's just holidays. It's family. It's chilling. It's watching TV, watching movies. Um, really look at these next two months as your preparation for 2020 and what God wants to do with you. You could hit the ground running in 2020, but what you do in these next two months is really, really going to be important. And today I want to talk, I want to focus on um, on two, two different aspects of how you, I believe you can make 2019, uh, the last two months of 2019, the best. Um, and I believe, you know, for, for, for many people, um, there's only this very small things that hold people back. And a lot of times it's just the lies of the enemy. It's just things that are inside of our heads. It's not even a truth. It's just something that the devil starts lying to you about and it's it just gets in there and it sticks. But, um, you know, there's, there's something that you'll notice about people who excel in life is that they find whatever that thing is that's trying to hold them back and they annihilate it. They take it out from the root. And I believe before you can go ahead and get ahead in a, in a certain area, you have to find what has been holding me back and say, I'm going to just cut this thing out from the roots, whatever it is. If it's the lies of the devil about my future, if it's fear, if it's anxiety, whatever, whatever's been holding me back from doing what God's called me to do. If it's been maybe for some people, a fear of just stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, for some people they're like, I can't live far away from my family. You know, I can't, I can't go to that Bible college in Florida because I would have to move away from my family. Like that, that would be nuts. Nobody's ever done that in my family. Well, you know what? Sometimes you have to do something that you've never done before to get a result that you've never seen before. And I believe um, that if you're listening to this, you're somebody that you're willing to go the extra step because you want to see God use you in your life. But um, so I want to encourage you first and foremost, annihilate that thing that's been trying to hold you back. You know, for some people, if we're really honest, it's just laziness, you know, and I mean, I can, I can totally testify to that in my own life. You know, there's been times that I know that the Holy Spirit's prompting me to read a book on something or to um, get wisdom on a certain subject. And I'm just like, ah, oh, really? I don't feel like it. But, you know, <laughs> we have to annihilate that laziness and that procrastination that will, you know, tell us, John, just wait till the new year and you can do it next year. No, I want to see in myself personally, and I want to see in your life also um, just an, a tenacity to go after whatever God's calling you to do. But um, the Bible actually says the wisest thing you can do is to get 
wisdom. (laughs) And um, that's in Proverbs 4. I'm going to read a little bit in Proverbs 4. But people who do well in life, you'll also notice uh, an attribute of those people is that they seek out wisdom. You know, if they're in business, they're always looking for somebody that's ahead of them, that's done more than them, that they can go to and say, hey, um, I have some questions. You know, I I need some help. They're not just like, I'll just figure it out. Like, you know, I'll, you know, if I, if I mess up a few times, whatever, you know, it's just, it's just money, (laughs) but they're, they're looking for wisdom in, in whatever case, you know, whatever, uh, you know, area of life they're in. If you're a minister, uh, you're, you're listening to anointed preaching to get the wisdom of God. You're getting in the word of God and and you're having a a sounding board with somebody, um, you know, a minister, a leader that you can that you can call and you can get um, spiritual advice from. So that's seeking out wisdom. Proverbs four. I'm going to pull it up. It starts in verse seven. It says, "Getting this is the NLT." It says, "Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do, and whatever else you do, develop good judgment." Verse eight. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head and will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. So wisdom is important. Going after wisdom, you know, the Bible says, if you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. We have to go after wisdom um, in whatever area it is that God's calling us to. You know, if you're if you're somebody that's looking to get married, um, find a good book on marriage. If, if it's something that you want to you wanna know more about, if you're looking um, into being somebody that, that ha- deals with a lot of finances in business, you need to be looking at books on stewardship. Um, um, and in looking at books on finances and budgeting and whatever, look things up. You know, we have the internet; <laughs> we can look things up very easily. There's so much. Um, there's so much available to us um, that even 10 years ago we wouldn't have had. 20 years ago, definitely wouldn't have had. So um, take advantage of those things. You know, I have a friend that that taught himself how to play the piano from watching YouTube, and is like an amazing pianist. Not just like oh, can play a couple chords and get by, like is amazing at piano. So, you know, it's really like nobody has an excuse at this point. If there's something that, that God's calling you to go after, um, you can, you can in the natural go after wisdom, but then this is the, this is the thing that will put you over the top is that you have access to the Holy ghost. You have access to the Holy spirit to help you on top of that, because the Bible says that he's, he's our inward witness and he knows all things. He's like, it's like having a GPS that's already built in. You know, a lot of times when we're on the way to work, um, we'll be talking about which way should we go. And I literally will just sit and think like, okay, is it this road or that road? Because you know what? The Holy Ghost knows one road or the other is going to be faster. So I just think, okay, which one do I feel like? Which one do I feel inside is the right direction to go? You know, and, and people may think that sounds crazy, but the thing is, is you have to understand the Holy Ghost wants to be part of every decision you make, every part of your life, every aspect of your life. And if you want to see the end of 20, 2019 be the most fruitful 
Um, and you, if you decide, I'm going to get the Holy Spirit involved in every decision that I make from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, you will see that the end of 2019 is going to be more fruitful. A hundred percent, you will see a difference, you know, because the Holy Ghost wants to teach us. He wants to help us. And you can literally ask him anything. You know, I've been putting together a nursery for our, for our baby that's coming. And, um, I was kind of up, uh, you know, f- for this one piece of furniture, I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. You know, I was looking online, all these things. And then like two days ago, I just, I just stopped and I was like, you know, I've never, I haven't even thought to pray about something like this, but I was like, Lord, just help me find this, you know, this thing. I, I can't, I, you know, I've, I feel like I've tried every option I can figure out. Lord, just help me find this thing. And the next day, I was on Pinterest and I found, um, I found it through Pinterest and then I went and figured out what store it was from. But anyhow, and it ended up being exactly what I needed, the right size, the right color, perfect, everything. And so, you know, it, it may seem funny, but I give God the credit for that because I didn't, I didn't have it on my own. I was not figuring it out on my own, but that's, that's what the Holy Ghost is there for. And from a small decision, like a piece of furniture to a big decision, like what should I do next year? Should I go, should I move out of state to go to college? Or should I, um, you know, or should I go to Bible college or should I go here or should I go there? Should I marry this person? Should I continue being in a relationship with this person? The Holy Ghost, you have to involve him in these decisions first, first and foremost in the small things. But then of course, in the big, big things of life, the Holy Ghost wants to teach you. He wants to guide you. He wants to help you. And that's, what's going to put you over the edge. You know, um, you know, we, we have a thing called, um, Kingdom Business Fellowship at our church, and um, and we have a lot of Christian businessmen who didn't go to business college, but but have had a lot of success in business because they base everything they do out of the Word of God. Every single decision they're making, they're asking the Holy Ghost to help them, and we're seeing people that started with maybe a thousand dollar investment, and now they're making over a hundred thousand dollars a year because of the help of God, because of the help of the Holy Ghost. Now, it's not that they didn't do any anything in the natural to get natural wisdom. Of course, they had to do some natural things to get natural wisdom, but I believe that um, we have the, the edge as, as believers. We have the, the edge that we have the Holy Ghost who knows all things, and we can ask Him for help at any time. So, you know, I want to encourage you today that, you know, if you decide I'm going to make the rest of this year really count. I'm going to set myself up for the best 2020 that I've, that I'm, I'm setting myself up for an amazing year by taking these last 50 days of 2019 and saying, God, I want your help in every area. I want to get set up that when I go into 2019, I hit the ground running and I do exactly what you're calling me to do. I go exactly where you want me to go. I have my goal set up and I'm going to achieve everything that you've asked me to do. Um, I believe that this is going to, this, this right here, if you decide to Today, after listening to this, I'm gonna get set up for the best year. I believe that next year there's there's no there's not gonna be anything that can hold you back. There's not gonna be anything that can stop you from achieving what God's called you to do. But we have to put these things of the past in the past. We have to put the laziness, the procrastination, the getting caught up in friends, getting caught up in the holidays, getting caught up in whatever we're watching on Netflix, we have to put those things behind. You know, we challenge ourselves when we get home from work. What do we do from the time we get home from work to the time we go to bed? Are we using those hours to further ourselves, or are we, are we wasting time? 
you know, America is one of the one of the places that, you know, is just a nine to five kind of society. And when people clock out, they're done. But um, if you see sometimes the people that immigrate to America and they start businesses and they start things, they're not working nine to five. They're working from when they wake up to when they go to bed. And then you see how that success follows them because they don't have the nine to five, like I, I'm entitled to my time off now mentality. So I want to challenge you. What are you doing from the time you get home from work or from school to the time you go to bed? How are you using that time to further further what God wants to do in your life in you? Um, I want to encourage you, you know, if you're if you're newly married, get a book on being a godly wife. If you're not married yet, get a book on relationships. If you, you know, if you have a desire for business and finances, get a book like this week, go on Amazon right now and get and order yourself a book and, and get, get wisdom on that subject. And I believe that the end of this year is going to be the best part of this year. It's going to be more fruitful it's going to be more joyful. You're going to you're going to feel better because you have more purpose in your life. People without purpose um, are not happy people. But when you put when you when you make a point to have a purpose with your life, you will uh, wake up with a, a different look in your eye and a different spring in your step. And I believe that that's what God wants to do in your life. That's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys and we'll see you next time.